0: Hey Manji Squad, welcome to the Manji podcast, making you a better man today, tomorrow, and every single day after that. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe if you haven't already so that this podcast gets pushed out. Now, on to the podcast. What is going on, people? Thank you for coming back to another podcast episode. I know I haven't been releasing them as consistently lately I've been really busy with work but soon I'll be back to consistently posting on all my social channels but anyway today's video is inspired by um a video that I made on TikTok about a week ago yeah about a week ago about a week ago a week ago or <laughs> a week and a half ago and basically The question was, you know, can men truly be vulnerable? And I was just kind of giving my take on it. Um, and obviously this is based on the vulnerability podcast that I did as well, that episode. And I I don't know, I just got to thinking, you know what? I I talk about self improvement and, you know, self improving in every you know, every way possible to become the best version of yourself as a man, right? And one of those ways, you know, is emotional and mental health, right? And I was thinking, what can how can I encourage the guys that follow me? How can I encourage you guys to be more vulnerable? Because it's not an easy thing, you know. You don't you're not just gonna wake up one day and you wanna be vulnerable with someone, do you know what I mean? Especially for us guys, it's not you know, it's all that easy for us to do. I was thinking, how can I, you know, how can I do this, right? And so obviously I put out, you know, um a little I put out an Instagram story when I talk when I told you guys something that I struggle with and in the i put up that little question box asking you guys what do you struggle with and you know two of you two of you guys said you know i think one guy said they struggle being consistent with work and another guy says he struggles with letting people know about his insecurities and do you know what just that response alone like i am so grateful for like that community for you guys that responded and even you guys that didn't respond because listen like i said it's not easy to just put yourself out there and say your struggles you see what i'm saying but i'm glad i got the ball rolling with that and i think i'm going to do this every month where on my story on instagram i'm going to say one thing that i struggle with and you know encourage you guys to you know put down your struggles as well and you, you know you're letting that out you see what i'm trying to say and so in this podcast episode i'm going to let you guys know something that i've struggled struggled with yeah something i've struggled with this year no one knows this <laughs> Well, actually, two. I think two people know this. My best friend, yeah, both of both of my best friends, um, and my. I, actually my mentor, <laughs> my mentor knows this as well. Shout out to Andre O. Ferguson. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna tell you something that I struggled with this year. So, in January, uh, you guys know by my um, by my Instagram highlights, you can go into my highlights. I went to Tanzania. That's where I'm from. Originally I went back home um because we had a family emergency my uncle passed away you know God rest his soul um and yeah so the day the day we found out so we found out yeah the day before and then the day after we found out we flew out to Tanzania my dad and myself and it was the experience was it was a mixture man it was a mixture of a lot like it was good It was, you know, there were good times, fun times, but there were also sad times and really intense times as well. And right off the bat, let me just say for myself, right, I hadn't been on a plane since before this. I hadn't been on a plane for 18 years, guys. I haven't been anywhere in the world, right? Never been, haven't been abroad for over 18 years. Haven't been on a plane, right? So this was all like, do you know what I mean? This was, yeah, this was just mad. Like, this was just mad for me, Um. So, boom. Obviously, now, get on the plane. The plane's taking off. The plane is going, like, 20,000 miles, per hour. I'm like, yo, this is lit. Um, by the way, guys, go into my Instagram highlights. Honestly, like, all the highlights. It literally just says TZ with the Tanzanian flag. And just, yeah, you can just see my experience there. So, obviously, this was a bit of a, um, this trip, you know, the main thing was obviously for, you know, the funeral to sort everything out and be with the family you know tanzanian culture and i guess you know most african cultures you know when when someone dies um everyone literally comes together and spends you know however many days a week together and then you mourn you know people cry you sing you know you have food and everything and then you know everyone goes goes back to yeah goes back to their daily lives um so uh sorry i'm just kind of losing my train of thought Um, So yeah, uh, so now I touched down, yeah we touched down in Tanzania and already bro the temperature I was thinking boy it is hot out here, 32 degrees every day bro, 32 degrees, I was thinking damn this is, this is, (laughs) this is a massive change from England, I was there in my tracksuit bottom, my, my, um, my tracksuit, my, I had a coat on as well, I was thinking what, (sighs) boy, yeah so um the main thing for me, so the first day we touched down touched down in Tanzania, went to yeah, went through um uh what do you call it? Went through the airport and everything. Saw my saw my auntie that I hadn't seen in so many years as well. Um one of my cousins went to our house now and you know, I think yeah, we went to the house. So when we got to the house it was the morning time. Yeah, it was the morning and I pretty much just crashed on my bed yeah I just I slept I think for like three hours um and then after that we had to go wait did I sleep I can't remember all I know is on that same day we had to then go um we basically went to meet the rest of the family like the rest of my extended family and um when we got to this place it's like a it's like this apartment enclosure And, you know, everyone was sitting outside, like, it's literally a whole community of, like, my family, my extended family. It's, it's, it was crazy. Um, Yeah, so we went there, and I guess this is kind of where, like, I don't know, I was getting a bit emotional inside. Um, Yeah, because, put it this way, now, um, my dad is one of, uh, well, now he's one of seven I believe or one of six actually one of six and the uncle so his brother um was the oldest and now my dad is the oldest so um he has he's basically like the next in line in terms of responsibility and everything and um so it was basically up to my dad to like you know fully organize the funeral with along with alongside you know my other uncles and aunties but it was mainly him to like organize the funeral to organize everything, you know, get people together, make sure there's enough food for everyone because a lot of people came out to this funeral and a lot of people stayed around my granddad's house and we'll get that we'll get to that a little bit um later. But yeah, so I don't know for me, I my main goal of this trip was to, you know, to basically just be there, be there for my dad, you know what I mean? Be there alongside him um Kind of, you know, comfort him and just, you know, make sure that he's he's okay. Um, make sure as well that no one's taking advantage of him. Because <laughs> listen, T- Tanzania is a is a it's a funny place. <laughs> let me just put it that way. You don't want to be going there and just thinking you can live and act anyhow. You know what I mean? You gotta be a little bit street smart. Let me, yeah, let me just say that. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we got to this this apartment enclosure. That's where all my extended family were. And, bro, like, people, everyone was just, like, crying. Like, people were just crying. Aunties, you know, and other grandmas there just, you know, crying, weeping. Um, I was meeting my other uncles, my cousins and stuff. And for the most for the most part, I, I was just, it was just me and my cousins sitting there. You know, one of my cousins, um, she was with me for pretty much my whole the whole duration of the trip. And she was just making sure I'm okay because, obviously... I at the time I didn't speak um fluent Swahili. You know, even now my Swahili is the Swahili I speak, um, which is the national language of Tanzania, um, it's it's broken Swahili, you know what I mean? So I'm I'm there but I'm like not quite. You know what I'm saying? Like I can I can talk and I can reply um a little bit, but yeah, sometimes I have to think. So obviously I'm fresh I'm fresh from England, <laughs> you know what I mean? So She was just, you know, keeping me company and making sure I'm all right and stuff. And, you know, helping me brush up on my Swahili. Um, And most of the time, most of the time, though, we just spent sitting down and just, yeah, like literally sitting down. And I was just looking at my family members, looking at, you know, my culture, taking it all in. And I think for the first, for the first probably two weeks... I think for the first two weeks, uh, I was doing that a lot, probably even three weeks. I was doing that a lot. Like when we would drive, you know, to different people's houses or to the city and go get food or go out for, yeah, go out for a meal or see some sights and stuff, go to the zoo. Like I was just, I don't know. I, I think my brain was just going, where the fuck are we? <laughs> like, Like, no, seriously. Because like I said, I'd never I had not been on a plane for eighteen years, guys. I had not been anywhere, bro. Nowhere at all. And now all of a sudden, within a matter of twenty four hours, I'm in another like I'm in another country. You know, I'm seeing black people everywhere. Like <laughs> I think I saw I think I saw like three white people my whole trip and they they probably weren't even like full on like like British, like European. I think they were Most likely, South, South, Southern African. And I saw what I saw like two Asian people. Um, it was just mad. Like, it, I definitely experienced, um, culture shock, which is, I looked it up. It's basically something, it's basically like an overwhelming feeling of some of one's surroundings and environment. And I, yeah, I 100% experienced that because every, I just kept looking out the car window whenever, whenever we would go somewhere. And I just kept like, I don't know i was just taking it all in and my i was just thinking oh my days like i'm actually here like i'm literally i'm not in england anymore like i'm actually in tanzania i'm actually in africa like i'm like i am here i'm actually do you know what i mean it was just crazy my brain was just trying to adjust and adjust and adjust every day um but yeah going back to the to the first day um i also saw you know i saw my dad cry um for the second time in my entire life um which which was, you know, <sighs> yeah, I don't know, man. It was, yeah, it was just, I don't even know how to describe like how I felt at that moment. I, I, I you know, honestly, I just wanted to take that pain away. Um, yeah, that's 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 it, really. Um, but yeah, I saw him cry, and you know, just trying to be there for him. Um, you know, just seeing aunties and stuff mourning and crying, but then my aunties were also kind of making fun of me and making jokes because obviously I didn't know. Swahili that well, and they were also making fun of me (laughs) because we have another language, which is basically, which is the language that you learn in the village where my, where my granddad, uh, where my granddad lived, you know, God rest his soul. He passed away, um, a week after we came back from Tanzania, but that's, you know, that's, um, that's another thing altogether. But, um, yeah, so we have we that language is called Kijita and um so you have Swahili which is a national language, like everyone speaks that, but Kijita is more of a village language according to tribes. And um that language I don't know at all. And everyone was making fun of me. My cousins, my uncles, my aunties, they're all trying to force me to speak it <laughs> and stuff. So um yeah, that was that was funny. I was just getting bantered the whole time, like for real. Um, but yeah, so after we finished at this apartment place, um this apartment enclosure, we saw lots of extended family, went to someone else's house, spoke to them, um and then, just fast forward to the end of the day, got back to the house now, and you know what i just as I was going as we were going back to the house, excuse me, um as we were going back to the house i I just noticed i just I just started feeling really sad. Um. Yeah, I just started feeling sad, and yeah, and I, I just, I was thinking to myself, why am I? Why do I feel upset? Like, what, what am I sad for? Like, what's what's going on? Like, you know what I'm saying. Um. And yeah, I just started to journal a little bit. You know, before bed, I started to journal. We ate and stuff, and yeah, that was nice. And I was journaling about it, how I was feeling, and then yeah, it was time, eventually it was time to go to bed, and as I, I don't know, you know, as I just, I just laid in my bed that night, um, (laughs) to go to sleep, I just, I started to cry, um, yeah, I just started crying, um, and I don't, I don't remember stopping crying until I actually fell asleep, I I think I literally just kept crying until, like, I, I fell asleep, you know what I mean, um, and, yeah, like, do you know? What? I just think it was it was a lot. Like it was it was intense. It was the, it was the culture change, the culture shock. The, it was people people crying around me. You know, me. It was um, you know, my dad crying um, trying to be there for him. It was trying to learn my new language. Like, bro, this was I can't lie. This was like, for one day this was all, this was a bit much, like, <laughs> I was thinking, shit, man, like, I'm really here, you know what I mean, it was just, it was just intense, put it that way, it was just intense, Um. yeah, and the thing, I I think it would have been, it definitely would have been different if this was more of a, um, of course, like, more of a holiday, because that, that's much different, you know what I mean, we're going there for a different purpose, Um. so I think, yeah, part of the trip Um, part of the thing that you know got me quite sad and down and yeah just had me crying was um you know i felt like i put it this way um i don't know i was feeling like what can i what can i do to like take i don't know make dad my dad's time here easier what can i do to just be there for him like how am i meant to be there for him when i can barely speak the language you know what i'm saying like how can i do you know what i mean um like I don't know it's 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 a hard thing or maybe it's not I don't know but I'm just kind of you know I'm just kind of expressing how I was feeling at the time I was just thinking to myself you know how can I be there for someone when I myself am struggling you know I mean I want to really be there for my dad but I myself in this moment I'm taking in all this new information like I'm meeting my aunties and my cousins again you know since forever and I'm yeah and (laughs) I'm just trying to I was trying to be there for my dad, you know, I'm trying to be supportive and stuff and um yeah, so that's that's something I really struggled with even after coming back from Tanzania. Um as I said my um uh, my uncle my my granddad died a week after we returned. And then again, I was just like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, like what?" Ugh. I was thinking I've I've just gone I've just gone through this pretty much by By the skin of my teeth, like I've just gone through it, through this, and then now, this again, and it's like now I have to be there for my dad, even like not have to, but do you know what I mean? It's like it takes. There's a lot of emotional energy that was like getting taken out of me, so I was just feeling like, oh nah, bro, I am tired. Like I really don't know how how I'm gonna like cope with this, um, and I guess I just. Yeah, and this this took a hit on my spiritual life as well because I guess when you feel so when you feel so like emotionally just drained and, and weakened, uh, it hits your spiritual life as well. And it's just like, oh, who do you even turn to? Obviously, you know the answer. The easy answer is yeah, God, obviously. But it's like when you like, I legit didn't I, I would struggle to form the words to even pray. That's another thing. I literally struggle to even like form the words because it's all everything is all in my head, and it's all it's like my brain is trying to process it to say it, but it's like my brain's not even can't even process at that moment. <laughs> at that moment, what um what I was going through, um yeah. So that's that's something that I've that I've struggled with this year, guys. Um, just wanted to be open and honest because I want to encourage you guys as well. Listen, like. There's stuff that you got to let out. There's stuff that you got to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's to a best friend, a safe person, a therapist, a mentor, like you know what, whoever. Me, you guys already know my DMs already are always open, man. My DMs are always open. I'm I'm not saying I'm not a therapist or counselor. I'm just I'm a, I'm your friend, isn't it? I'm here to listen. You you feel me? And you know if if you don't feel comfortable doing it, that's fine. You know, take out a journal, write down your thoughts. Right, you know, put it into music or something. Just let out your, let out whatever your, you know, whatever you're feeling, um, in a healthy and constructive way. Because you know that's how we self-improve. That's how we become better emotionally and mentally as men. You know what I'm saying? There's growing men that are that are holding stuff from like 20 years ago, bro. To this day, um, <laughs> to this day. You know what I'm saying? And that's not healthy. Um, we don't become healthy human beings by holding on to stuff um and by just keeping it all in, you feel me um so yeah guys that's that's what I struggled with you know I hope this encourages you to do you know do the same, let someone know, you know let yourself know, let God know, let Allah know you know i don't know you know your guys' religious background or you know whatever it is just let let someone know let it out man um but yeah. There you go guys, Um, this has been Daniel Manji with the Manji Podcast and I'll see you guys next time.